Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Welcome, everybody, back to WFAN. I'm talking with Ken Danico, three-time Stanley Cup champion, New Jersey Devil. Ken, thanks for joining the show. I appreciate it. How are you, Danielle? Good to be back with you. I likewise can. So let's get right into it. So we'll start with the Devils, of course, uh, more in depth with the Devils than any team here in the in the tri-state area. But the Devils so far this season, they beat some quality teams. Was it maybe that third period rally to beat the Oilers that really put them on everybody's radar across the league? Well, look, I, I keep everything in perspective and I understand it's only 11 games in. So you have to uh, take that into consideration. But certainly... There's certain times in a season that are, you know, measuring sticks, we call them benchmarks. And the Oilers had been on a five game winning streak. We know they got the two best players in the world, or arguably, whatever, not arguably, in McDavid and Dreidsaddle. And to be down 3 1, you know, they'd had four wins. And it's like maybe the past, the inexperience, uh, uh, the maturity of the team, which has grown by leaps and bounds uh, from my perspective. These first 11 games, you can see that these guys understand that, uh, you know, you don't just go off into the sunset quietly and say, well, we lost this one. We'll get the next one. And that maybe was the way it was in the past, but it's it's learning to win. The learning to win phase that's been used a lot, that term, that cliche, it was true. And this year, these guys believe in themselves a lot more. And that comeback, especially in dramatic fashion, getting the early goal from Wood to make it 3-2 and and believing that they can come back and then the two goals in seven seconds. Well, I don't think we could have expected that, but that's just the makeup of this team this year. They're certainly going in the right direction, and, and they just have to continue to stay even-keeled and keep it going. But there are certain defining moments in a season, whether it's early, whether it's middle of the season, late if you're still around and playing meaningful games. And this was one of them. Yeah, One was beating the Colorado Avalanche. They had a few injuries. That's part of it. But the Avalanche of the defending Stanley Cup champions and shutting them out one nothing and getting a great goaltending performance. And uh, there's no two easy points, Daniel, in this league whatsoever. So I don't care who you're playing. We've seen all the surprise teams already this year, whether it's Buffalo, whether it's Detroit. When we say surprise, we knew they were going to get better. The Devils thought they were going to get better. But their records show through the first 10, 11 games here. So I, when you say, well, they beat some good teams or not so good teams, I look at it, you got to beat who's in front of you, and you've got to beat good teams as well. And that that was a hell of a comeback and a lot of fun, certainly for us calling the game. Uh, I think I tweeted, uh, how am I going to get any sleep after this one? And that's good 
because that's exciting. And, and I meant it because we were fired up in the studio, just as I imagined how fired up the team was in the room after the game. Sure. You know, the Devils, you mentioned the goaltending and the shutout performance against Avalanche. They had the, the Devils had a little bit of uncertainty in the last season. So how much better has it been in the early goings this season so far? Look, we know how they started. Uh, you know, the season as a team, obviously, the metrics and the analytics side of it, the Devils have been dominating pretty well in every game. And, and obviously, for goaltenders where they're not facing a lot of shots, it's about making timely saves. That's as important as numbers. If you look at their numbers from goals against to, uh, to a save percentage, they're not spectacular, but they've still played very well, both guys. And the couple of losses, no, they weren't so good. They didn't get the support that they needed. But this year, the difference we've seen, whether it was Blackwood's three-game win streak, whether it was Vanacek's three-game win streak, and then Vanacek coming in and giving up a goal the first shot, which was an impossible situation because it was the, the high-flying Oilers in the middle of a power play. So they score first shot, but to see him zone in and focus and stop the next 18 and give the Devils a chance to win, we've seen that from both guys in the early going where uh, in the Devils' wins, they have made big saves at the right time in a tight game or a 0-0 game. That is all the difference in the world, how the game goes and the complexion of a game and momentum shifts and all those kinds of things. They've been solid. That's what you need from, from uh, your tandem. And obviously, Blackwood got hurt. We hope it's not too bad. We don't know that yet. But having said that, uh, Vanacek's got to carry the load for a little bit here. And uh, so far, he's been real good. And, that, and then that's just a good sign for the Devils. It doesn't matter how well your team plays, and the analytic numbers can be great. If you don't get saves, you're not going to win the hockey game. That's just the way it is. But they've just improved in a lot of areas, and certainly with the shots for and uh, leading the league and shots against right at the top as well. You know, they've obviously played very well on both sides of the puck, and now they're finishing. Early on when they lost a few games where probably deserved a better fate, whether they didn't get the save, it was because they didn't finish uh, a chance or two for the goaltenders as well to get comfortable. So it goes hand in hand. Well, those two things are starting to meet up. We're talking with Ken Danico, three-time Stanley Cup champion, New Jersey Devil. Ken, um, which off-season acquisition would you say, there are many of them this season, um, has so far made the biggest difference on this team? Well, if you'd asked me at the start of the season, I would have said Andre Palat, and he certainly looked like that as he scored three goals in his first four games, just his winning pedigree, and he's still going to be huge. I know it's unfortunate to what transpired, and he had to get surgery better now than later because he's probably going to be coming back to the team, whether it's two months, whether it's six weeks, whether it's two and a half months, at the right time in the middle of the season where they're going to need his leadership experience and that Stanley Cup championship pedigree. Uh, he's going to be a key cog, but uh, right now you'd have to say John Marino. I mean, he has been not good, but outstanding. And I don't think anybody could expect that uh, when John Marino came over, we knew it could be an upgrade. He's a veteran guy, good, solid defenseman, uh, positions himself well, has a good stick. He's going to defend pretty well. But I don't think anybody could have seen just everything that he has provided and just solidified the top six on defense. He's been an absolute horse. He's been able to shut down top players. And again, I, me being a defenseman and, and watching very closely all the little things they do, he defends with his smarts and his mobility and his stick and a great gap. He's not overly physical. He doesn't need to be. He's just such a good defender and I can't. And moving the puck and he's chipped in offensively, which maybe isn't part of his game 
per se a, an offensive defenseman that we consider or a guy that really joins attack, but he does plenty of it. So he is just a well-rounded defenseman. And I think he has been unbelievable, but all of them, Eric Holla, who hasn't put up huge numbers offensively, doesn't matter. He, he has been just a veteran guy that's made the playoffs nine years of his career. So he's played meaningful games. He gets it. He can teach these young guys. He wins face-offs. He won the face-off to get us back in it clean to Miles Wood, who buried it to make it 3-2 to start the third period against the Oilers early in that third period. Mm-hmm. Penalty killer, just a good all-around smart player, and the points are going to start to come for him because he's got offensive ability. But everybody too often looks at just statistics. He's done a lot. He's been a factor in the success the Devils have had through the first three games. And Brendan Smith brings grit. I, I love it. You know, a guy that just brings an attitude, and they needed more of that as well. So – I've liked them all. Like I said, John Marino has probably been a revelation. They've had the biggest impact early, but all those guys in their own way. Uh, I think Tom Fitzgerald did a tremendous job of adding key veteran pieces to insulate these young guys who he believed were ready for that next step. And he did that in the offseason by adding these guys. Nico Heischer, at just 23 years old, is in his third year as captain of this team. What are his best qualities? And if you can compare them maybe to one Scott Stevens. Well, first, oh, totally different people for sure. <laughs> but um, uh, having said that, this is the best hockey I've seen Nico play in a Devils uniform. And he's played some really good hockey. And, and he's kind of one of those underappreciated guys, I think, around the league. Maybe not uh, moving forward unless you watch him on a nightly basis. Because you're number one overall pick, there's all that pressure and and everybody assumes, oh, you need to have 100 points or you need this or that. No, you need to win hockey games. And Nico Heischer is a complete 200-foot player that is the Patrice Bergeron of the Devils. I'm not saying he's Patrice Bergeron yet, but uh, what he's meant to the Boston Bruins and a Stanley Cup championship is second to none. He's a player that everybody loves, respects around the league, a guy that you know is going to be there for you. And Nico Heischer's becoming that guy and you can see it and his confidence is at all-time high he's creating more offense he's making plays but uh, he's a defenseman's dream he's a guy I watch closely away from the puck and he's always in the right position helping his defenseman out if they make a mistake if they get caught or if they get scrambly in their own zone Nico Heesh was that 200 foot intelligent uh, hockey player that just Everything he does, every shift he plays, he wants to have an impact, but that doesn't mean just necessarily on the score sheet, and that's conducive in uh, what captains do and his preparation and just his attitude. He just wants to win games. It's not about him getting pats on the back, whatever it may be, and he'll get plenty of them if he continues to play the way he has, but you grow into that leadership, and now uh, it's a big reason why. He is, was named the captain at a very young age, and Brandon Smith probably gave him the biggest compliment comparing him to Nick Lidstrom as far as how he's handled himself as captain in his young young career here. And Scott Stevens, look, he was a veteran guy already. He was just a big, bruising guy, different game, different time, and he led by example kind of as well. That's the comparison I use. He led by example. Scotty wasn't as boisterous as people would have thought. He was uh, vicious as it gets on the ice, so he would change games by and leadership by a big hit, a big play defensively, whatever it had, whatever it took, and his work ethic and practice. That's what makes a good leader to me a lot of the time, and and that's kind of what Nico Heischer is starting to grow into. We're talking about Mr. Devil himself, Ken Danico on the fan. Ken, as you watch this team play from the broadcast booth each and every single night, day, night, whatever it is, um, what is one area that they need to improve upon moving forward? 
Well, it's gone pretty darn well these first 11 games. Again, if I go to the metrics, they played well defensively. They played uh, well as far as creating offensive opportunities and high-danger chances and all those things that everybody measures nowadays. But you always can get better in special teams. The power play has been pretty good as of late. They didn't score against the Oilers, but you want to just continue that consistency of, of every time you get on the ice – you know, you know what you're going to do with the puck before you get it. Uh, you, you're going to limit your turnovers. Those are all areas they can improve on. They know that collectively as a team. But as far as chemistry and, you know, how fluid they are and the interchanging lanes, just everybody on the same page, that's what they've got lately. And that's why they've won five games in a row, whether it's Jack and Brad, Jack Hughes and Brad, who've got a lot of chemistry. Nico does with them as well, but they think the game at a high level. They they play with each other. They play for each other. Those are things I want to see continue to get better. I've seen that improvement uh, by leaps and bounds for this team, and that's why they, they've got the results they've wanted as of late, but you never take it for granted. You never get complacent, and they're saying the right thing. Stay even keeled after a tough loss. They're going to go through bumps in the road this season and probably some big ones. How do they handle it? Can they get out of it uh, easier than or, or, or earlier than they did last year or the year before? I think they're mentally tougher, and that's something you always continue to work on to get better, that they'll be able to – 82-game schedule, you're going to go through losing streaks. It's how quickly you get out of it, and I think these guys are more of a mature group. The veterans are going to help that that we talked about, Danielle, but uh, just continue to stay even-keeled, and that's what you work on. You, you keep talking to yourselves. Don't get too high after – that's an exciting emotional win against the Oilers. I was high as a kite. It's okay for me to be, but then you got to get ready for the Calgary Flames who are struggling, who's an extremely skilled team and talented team that's going to be ready tonight. Let's see if they're able to bring that same intensity, same energy, and those are the things you – the little things in, you, you consistently work on. You know, can a casual hockey fan will look at the standings and say, wow, you know, here come the Devils. Look at them. But explain to them why it dates back much longer than just this fast start in terms of like the building process of this team. Oh, okay. the process. That's a great question. Yeah, I just uh, didn't know exactly where we were going with this, but that's patience, right? I mean, Tom Fitzgerald and his staff, uh, you know, I, I think, and Lindy Ruff included were, a lot of people, you know, I've been tough on Lindy. Thank God he's such a veteran guy. Uh, didn't take, you know, stayed even killed as well when they lost their first couple of games when we wanted improvement. We all want it now, including the fan base, understandably so, including the media, including everybody that says, well, they've had a lot of tap draft picks. They should be better. they should got to be better now. Well, we know they went through some circumstances last year with seven goaltenders and goaltending it was a real tough sore spot and tough for them last year a lot because of the injuries, but because guys they had to use so often and that didn't work out. And I think that was a big reason. They didn't have a better season than they did, but there's a lot of areas we know they've improved on. But that's what Tom Fitzgerald preached when he took over as general manager. Give it a few years. we got to develop these guys. they got to come together as a team. All those things mean something. Every time you hear that uh, chemistry and – play for a team, play for the logo on, uh, you know, on the front of your crest, not the name on the back. What do those things mean? It means that you sacrifice things. You're on the right side of the puck. You're not trying to go one on three, which they may would have because they're highly skilled young players. They may would have done, may have done that the last couple of years because that's learning what it takes to win. And it's, it's not from lack of effort. These guys are trying to make plays and do things, but you know what? wrong times in the game and it's situational play and when you're up four to two to to make the spark play 
doesn't mean you sit back. It means you dump it in. Well, they wouldn't have done that a couple years ago. All that's part of development, part of maturing, part of learning along the way to play for each other. And now they're getting success, getting wins, getting results. So they understand that, yeah, there's more to me just, you know, having one and two at the end of the night and losing 6-4 or me having uh, just a goal or one point. But we won the hockey game because I understood the time of game and we didn't need more goals or we needed, it was a situational play. So in a roundabout way, in that long winded answer, they've matured as a team and Tom Fitzgerald, I give him a lot of credit. He's done a good job with his staff of just making sure in the coaching staff that these guys understand it takes a lot more to win than having individual skill and having speed. They're one of the fastest teams in that national hockey league, but now they're moving the puck. Puck moves faster than you can skate. The Fords are getting it to our strength. And all those little things is part of the maturation and what kind of has happened these first 11 games in their development. Like I said, where it goes from here, I keep in perspective. I'm not sure, but there's a different feeling about this Devils Club that these guys, they're tired of losing. They're t- <laughs> they want to do what it takes to win. And I preach to so many people that everybody looks at just the statistics, the goals, the assists, all that. I've seen many teams in my career, and even though the era was different, Guys have 50 goals a year every year, and their team never makes the playoffs or, or loses in the first round. That's why the Patrick Aliashes of the world and the McGillneys or whoever came to our team that was highly skilled doesn't mean you're trying to stifle them offensively. It means you want them to be a complete player because that's going to help you win more hockey and score when you can. But it's just that well-balanced attack and mentality for these guys. So I know I went on there, Daniel, but I, it's all going through my, pro- my thought process of how you have success because I was fortunate enough to be with teams, with a lot of success, a lot of great players that played for the logo on the front of their chest more than the name on the back. That means something. And that's what these guys are learning and starting to find out that you can have success. And I think they're starting to believe. You kidding me? The perfect person to ask about. This. <laughs> <laughs> Ken Danico is hanging with us on the fan. You know, the devil's made the playoffs once in the past 10 seasons. So uh, let's go. It's time. But Ken, if we could kind of zoom out for a second for the, to the metropolitan division um, as a whole, you look at the top of the standings. I mean, R- devils, Rangers and Islanders, all three of them are at or near the top, but from a whole package perspective, talent and experience and leadership and coaching and all of it, which of the three teams in our area is best as we sit here now a month into the season? Oh, that's a tough one to answer. I mean, if you're asking me going from last year, going into this year, regardless of their up and down start, it's got to be the New York Rangers because they had success last year. They uh, had some good playoff success as well. And they've got a great goaltender, regardless of the ups and downs, like I said, the first 10, 11 games. So you'd have to say they're the best team in the metro uh, in the, metropolitan area here and our right now and doesn't mean they've played the best as of late but what i'm excited about and i always say this yes it's big rivalries yes fan bases we hate this team and that team and i did as a player as well and from the outside looking in and yes being invested in the devils and covering them i want to see all three teams have success and in my lifetime all three teams make the playoffs because then we got hockey at the forefront in our area and all three teams are playing pretty darn well right now. Um, so the Islanders have kind of, you know, got things going in the right direction again after a tough start. Um, but it just makes for that much more exciting hockey because what makes rivalries is teams having success in our area. And uh, it's a coin toss. Who's the who's the best right now? The Devils might have a point or two more than 
the Islanders and Rangers right now, but it's the big picture. Can the Devils sustain it? That's what they want, are going to try. And do I believe they're much better and have an opportunity to? Of course I do. I always believe. But they have to show that. And, and like I said, that's why I put it in perspective. It's early on. But it's going to be a fun ride this year because you can tell it's a different feeling. And now those rivalries between the Devils and Islanders, between the Devils and Rangers, Rangers and Islanders, should be that much more intense because all three teams have pretty darn good hockey clubs. <laughs> Makes my job a lot more fun, too. We're talking with Ken Danico. 40 years at Devil, Ken. A, congratulations. Um, and B, I don't want to make you feel old, but um, you've been a Devil longer than I've been alive. Yeah. <laughs> well, Daniel, first off, thank you so much because I was honored. I was humbled. I did not expect the Devils to do this. And when they told me about it right at the start of the season, I was like, really? And Pete Albeet's... Uh, uh, who had gotten hold of me from front office uh, and Kayla as well. They took me aside and said, we're going to honor you for 40 years in the organization. I said, all that means is I'm old. <laughs> and then all kidding aside, they said, that's the first time I've seen you at a loss for words. I said, yeah, I'm, I'm taken aback and I'm grateful and I'm appreciative. It was just real nice. You know, I put my heart and soul in the organization. They mean the world to me. It's my family. Devils have been very loyal to me in return, and uh, to have that kind of honor was just real special. And the fans, because that's what it's about to me, always has been. I was a blue-collar guy. I was an in-the-trenches guy. I understood my role. I understood my skill level. I just wanted to be part of something, help the team win as a player. But whatever I can do in the community now that engages our fans, that's what I do. Besides the broadcast, because it's not just the broadcast, I do a lot of other things or whatever they ask me the organization because I love it. I love it here. I'm lucky the fans and me have a good rapport because like I said, I was a blue collar guy. I think they have that blue collar mentality and uh, it was a celebration for them as well, but it was just nice. But more importantly on that afternoon, Sunday afternoon, Danielle, all I said to my wife was they better but not lay an egg because everybody will turn on me quickly and <laughs> My son, who came out and surprised me and sang the national anthem, because that's his world, just graduated Berkeley College of Music out of Boston uh, this year. And uh, so I was very proud of him. But that really kind of uh, brought a little tear to my eye, got me uh, a little emotional because I didn't know he was coming out. They kept it from me. It was a surprise. And, you know, family's everything. And your kid, when he comes out and does what he does, just like me going on the ice playing in front of fans, well, to watch him was special for me. So it was a perfect act afternoon because they played great. I just wanted them to win. Don't lose on a night you're having uh, honoring me or a day you're honoring me and my son coming out yeah. because then, you know, well, we can't do it anymore, but maybe we should do it every other week if they perform <laughs> like that. It was a dominating performance in a 7-1 win. <laughs> but I'm lucky. I'm a lucky guy, Daniel. The Devils organization has been everything to me. They've meant the world to me. And I just, like fans, I root for their success. Yeah, I got a job to do in the booth. And when it doesn't go well, we've got to we've got to say it like it is. But on the flip side, of course, I want them to win. I've been here forever. I want them to have success. I played on real lousy teams and I was part of the team that, you know, finally made it to the mountaintop. And and I always believed that I told anybody, listen, we're going to become somebody someday. People used to laugh at me in the mid 80s. I'm just grateful they didn't trade me prior to getting good because that's usually what happens. <laughs> 
no. Hey, can you know what? Can you tell the Devils to please stock a uh, a, um, a throwback Danico jersey in the team shop? Because I haven't seen one, and I would love to pick one up. <laughs> I'll get right on that, Daniel. Absolutely, just for you. <laughs> but uh, whatever they do, it's it's been a heck of a two way street, and and I hope I was going to say, here's to the next forty years. How about we just go with ten twenty? To begin with, and then we'll see. <laughs> Sounds good. Because I am getting up there, but uh, yeah, it's been it's been fun. But what's made it fun this year for me and all those nice, you know, the nice honoring on the Sunday afternoon that I had. To me, it's more about their good start, and I just want to see these guys uh, have fun, play your hearts out, play for the logo on on the front of your jersey, and win some hockey games. And they will know they'll find out there's no feeling like it when you have success as a team. And uh, you continue to come together. Okay, Danico, thanks so much. And uh, I'll see you at the Rock soon. I'm planning on getting out there real soon. So I'll see you then. <laughs> Sounds great. Great being on with you again, Danielle. Take care. Have a great one. Thanks. Appreciate it. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 